Hey everybody and welcome to My 15 Minutes. I'm Scott, your average sports fan. We got a lot to talk about. Of course, we're going to start with the Super Bowl. As you know, the Rams picked up the W W over the Bengals. Uh, Solid game. I was pretty entertained. Um... I was pulling. I was pulling for the Bengals. I can't lie, uh, but I was okay with the Rams winning. Certainly didn't ruin my experience. Um, I've seen some people. They're you know high on the Rams. They're high uh, high on the Bengals for next year. Thinking maybe a Rams repeat, which we always hear. You know, following the Super Bowl, uh, they won it this year. Why would they not win it next year? I'm not sure. You know, we'll see what happens. I think maybe they could. I'm not putting any money on it, but we'll see what happens. I've seen a, a little chatter out there about Stafford and you know how this solidifies his Hall of Fame and him being a top tier quarterback. And I'm not really sure on that. You know, I, I do think Stafford got a, a bum rap over there in Detroit. Uh, which is a great stadium, by the way. Way smaller than I expected it to be. Uh, but, you know, he, he struggled over there. He didn't really have a great supporting cast. His coaching staff was uh, not top tier, I'll say that. Um, I will say, though, I think, you know, he played well throughout the throughout the season, throughout the playoffs. I think he deserved to win. I'm happy about that. I will say, though, I think... Joe Burrow really gained more of my respect than Stafford did. Uh, no disrespect to Stafford. I was impressed with how he played. Uh, but he's definitely a veteran. You got Burrow, you know, a, a new guy out of LSU. Um, you know, how old could he be? 22, 23 years old. Uh, always poised in the pocket. Out there having fun. Working hard. Being a leader. Everything that you're looking for in a young quarterback uh, I think there's great things to come out of that team, uh, out of Burrow specifically. Um, again, definitely think he's uh, climbing up my ladder. Um, as for the Super Bowl experience, went to a friend's house against my better judgment. Uh, was really hoping to stay home and, and focus on the game, focus on the commercials. Uh, none of which I heard. You know, went to a friend, there were about 15 of us, and couldn't hear anything. Very frustrating to me. Um, couldn't hear the the analysis of the game. Couldn't hear the commercials, which, from what I read, weren't all that great. I was really looking forward to halftime. You know, being uh, what I would consider middle-aged at this point. Having Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige... Among others, you know, I just thought it was going to be awesome. Uh, huge Eminem fan, so I was really looking forward to that. Um, left after halftime, went home, rewatched the halftime show in you know, in a quieter atmosphere. I loved it. I've watched it a few times, and uh, you know, Fifty Cent showing up. I love that he was upside down. In fact, uh, I thought about recording the podcast upside down, like he was. But I figured, really, I'm, I'm, I'm not that good yet. I might as well uh, stay right side up. Um, I loved halftime. The thing with halftime, you know, it, it forced me to go back and look at some other halftime shows over the past years. Uh, 
I went and watched the Prince halftime show. Again, a big Prince fan. I thought that was spectacular. I watched the Michael Jackson halftime show um, along with a few others. I I thought it was great. Uh, If nothing else, you know, it was nice to relive some of those old-time memories. I understand why most people, or at least most people over 45, didn't really like the halftime show. Along with people probably under 30 didn't really like the halftime show. I get it. Uh, not your music, not your genre, not your time period. Um, but I thought it was pretty cool for the NFL to to kick it to us middle-aged guys um, and girls, of course, and, and throw us a little bone there. So overall, probably 7 out of 10 uh, for the Super Bowl experience. Um, good food, good drinks, trouble hearing, but it definitely solidified why I usually stay home for the Super Bowl. Let's move on a little sad news out of MLB this year, uh, this week. I mean, uh, Jeremy Giambi decided that I guess he couldn't take it anymore, ended his own life. Um, a surprise to me as a casual baseball fan. Not too much of a surprise for people that were close to him based on what I've read. Teammates knew he was struggling. Uh, maybe his family knew that he was struggling. It's just not a fun thing to read. Um, you know, I think, I think it's just, it's, it's a tough, I'm not even sure what to say. It's just tough. It's tough for anybody to go through. Uh, I think it's unfortunate that somebody feels like that's the only way out and that they're in that situation. Um, and I certainly wish, uh, him and and his family uh, some peace during this this difficult time. We're gonna stick with baseball a little bit. Uh, you know, Matt Harvey came out. Um, for those of you that are unaware, I'm a Met fan. I was a huge fan of Matt Harvey, The Dark Knight. Uh, I, as a pitcher for the Mets, he was a guy that you. You purchase tickets to just go watch him pitch. You know, I, I feel like there's a few guys every season that you make a point to go see. Uh, mostly pitchers in my, you know, in my experience. Uh, sometimes a hitter, but mostly pitchers where where you want to make it a point where you want to buy tickets for that specific game. You hold out on buying tickets to make sure that you know his turn in the rotation is coming up. And uh, Matt Harvey was one of those guys for, you know, for us Met fans. Uh, recently came out over the last few days during the Tyler Skaggs trial. Tyler Skaggs is a uh, former player for the Los Angeles Angels who um, ended up passing away in his hotel on, I guess, a road trip it was. Uh, they found drugs in his system Matt Harvey's coming out and saying that uh, he knew a little bit about that, that he supplied Tyler Skaggs with some uh, Percocets. Um, During that time, Harvey admitted to using cocaine. Uh, There were a few instances where Harvey was on the mound for the New York Mets and started with some nosebleeds. We, uh, as Met fans, had heard some rumors. Of course, everyone hopes that's not true because you don't want your ace pitcher to have a drug problem and 
uh, have to deal with that and his own health and then the consequences of getting, you know, caught by MLB and all that. But the rumors were out there when it came to light and when it was confirmed a few days ago, I was not surprised. Um, Disappointed, yes, but surprised, no. Uh, Matt Harvey bounced around after leaving the Mets. I know he was with Baltimore at one point where he found a little bit of success. Um, My guess is his major league career is probably over at this point. Um, I I do hope Matt Harvey gets the the help that he needs. Uh, The Tyler Skaggs trial is continuing. I'll keep an eye on that. it's just a sad situation. You know, it's the guys are so talented and they're they're risking it and throwing it away and the people that are completely clean that want to succeed and and doing everything that they should be doing and doing everything that you know, doing everything right to uh make it to the majors and succeed in the majors are, you know, losing out and not having that opportunity because people are doing the wrong thing, you know, people that have gotten there are doing the wrong thing, or whatever's helping them to get there, you know, Skaggs wanted some pills to stay loosey-goosey before a start, is, you know, what they said, um, it just, it just brings up a lot of questions, it brings up a lot of frustration, but, uh, again, hopefully Matt Harvey gets what he needs, uh, hopefully Tyler Skaggs and his family is, uh, doing okay um throughout the trial i'm sure it's bringing up a lot of memories and and things like that uh let's move on to the universal dh we'll stay with baseball for a few minutes uh over the past week or so the major league baseball has adopted or adapted to the universal dh which means that pitchers in the national league will no longer hit Previously, pitchers in the American League were uh, DH'd for the designated hitter, and people would come in and hit for the pitcher, so the pitcher never hit. Uh, Quite possibly one of the best of those, David Ortiz, who was just elected to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Big Poppy. Big Poppy, I'm a big fan. Uh, But now the National League is also adapting that. The National League is leveling the playing field for what I would say where uh, no pitcher regardless of American National League is going to hit. I will definitely miss the moments where the pitcher goes yard. Definitely something that's fun to watch. Exciting. Uh, Again as a Met fan Jacob DeGrom's got three under his belt. Incredibly fun to watch. One of my favorite plays in Major League Baseball was when uh, Bartolo Colon went yard. I think in maybe Philly it was. I'm not 100% sure, but certainly fun to watch. I'm going to miss things like that, but you certainly have a better chance of getting some hits, a better chance of some RBIs and more scoring with the DH. DH is a tough spot. You know, it's a, I think it's probably the second hardest position other than the, um, Pinch hitter, you know, pinch hitter, you're coming right off the bench, you're cold, you know, maybe you take some swings down under the stadium or in the in the uh, batting cage, but, you know, you got to stay ready the whole game, 
and then all of a sudden you come up and maybe you're only seeing three pitches or one pitch and grounding out or hitting a home run, whatever it is. But that is a the, – the pinch hitter is a tough position, and I would think the designated hitter is uh, right after that. That's got to be tough to do. Typically, your designated hitter is somebody that's not great defensively. Um, I can you know think of a few that are uh, coming to mind. Again, David Ortiz, the best. Um, I think David Ortiz played first base for the Red Sox a few times. I don't remember that a tremendous amount. But I do like the fact that Major League Baseball is leveling the playing field. You know, you sit there and you, and you have a American League champion and you have a National League champion and now you go to the World Series and you have different rules depending on where the game's being played. You know, a game in an American League stadium was using the DH and a game in a National League stadium was not. So in the National League, you had a pitcher hitting and an American League pitcher hasn't hit all year and they might not have ever hit in their career, in their major league career. You know, maybe they swung the bat a few times in the minors, but it just wasn't really fair. I I really appreciate how they're leveling the playing field, as I said, going back to rules that everybody, you know, everybody plays by the same rule. There's no excuse at this point. Um, I think it's a great thing for Major League Baseball to do. Looking forward to how how it plays out. Let's talk about the strike real quick. Uh, I know recently the owners and the players met for 15 minutes. Um, you can keep having these meetings. I don't, I don't know if that's a publicity thing or something to make the fans happy that, yeah, we're meeting. But when you're only meeting for 15 minutes and then you're not getting anything done, you know, that's ridiculous. Let's move forward. Let's get it. Let, let, let's get some type of deal done. I think there's about 10 more days until uh, the owners and the players agree that the start of the season has to be pushed back. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report a few days ago, maybe yesterday or the day before, uh, and that didn't happen. That's one of my favorite days It's you know of the year. It signifies spring is coming. It signifies baseball is coming. And that didn't happen. Um, you know, I'm seeing some things, some posts on Instagram, some posts on Twitter, you know, about major or uh, minor league baseball um, and how that's being affected. Uh, there's talk that the major league spring season will be played by minor league players. Guys, sit down, lock it in a room, and don't come out until it's done. That's what everyone's looking for. As I said, you know, a major, a uh, 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 average fan isn't really doesn't really care what's going on behind the scenes. They just want baseball. They don't care about salary cap. They don't care about, you know, retirement. They don't care about length of service. All that kind of stuff. Just go play baseball and and give us what we want. Guys, remember to hit me up on Twitter. It's my fifteen podcast, my one five podcast. Uh, on Twitter, hit me with some thoughts on what you think, either about anything I've spoken about today, things that you want me to speak about. Uh, I appreciate all the support and everyone that's tuning in. Um, feel free to leave a comment. Feel free to uh, share the podcast and let other people know what's going on. We can grow a little bit and uh, and move forward from there. So guys, sports fans, that's my 15 minutes. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will definitely talk to you soon.